this is Give Me Some Truth. This podcast features appearances from Clint Walkner, Nate Condon, Jonathan Jordan, and myself, Mitch DeWitt, from Walkner Condon Financial Advisors in Madison, Wisconsin. Give Me Some Truth is dedicated to providing an accessible and authentic view into the financial services industry, as well as current events and investment concepts that you can apply in your day-to-day life. Here are your hosts. joining us and give you some truth. Today, Nate and I are going to go through a little exercise today called fiduciary or pretender. We're really going to go through people in the financial services industry that are called in our industry as financial advisors in quotes and go through whether or not they are true fiduciaries. So Nate, first and foremost, can you help define for us what a fiduciary is? Sure. Financial advisors have to adhere to a a certain standard of care uh, in working with clients and their investment accounts. So the two main standards of care that we have are the suitability standard of care and the fiduciary standard of care. Suitability standard of care is really based more on whether or not we have um, a suitable investment recommendation for the client and their investments whereas a fiduciary standard of care, much higher level of care, requires that that investment not only be suitable, but also be in the client's best interest at all times. And I know that you're kind of a master of, uh, well, I don't know if you're a master of alliteration, but I do know that you're a master of metaphor and example. And so, um, you know, you and I oftentimes cite the example of the shoe salesman and whether or not they're actual fiduciary or whether they're using a suitability standard. So can you enlighten us with your example, Nate? Yeah. So the the shoe salesman um, analogy or or, um, kind of comparison here helps to kind of illustrate what we're talking about. So if you walked into a shoe store and you told the salesperson that you were going to go hiking um, that afternoon um, and so you needed to buy some footwear for your expedition, uh, under the suitability standard of care, the salesperson could sell you a running shoe Uh, because you can suitably hike in a pair of running shoes. So that would be considered um, uh, kind of passing the grade, if you will, in regard to suitability standard of care. However, if you walked in and said the same question, I'm hiking this afternoon and I need to buy some footwear, if the advisor, or in this case the shoe salesman, was acting under the fiduciary standard of care, they would be required to place you into a hiking boot because that would be in your best interest. So even though you could hike in other, um, you know, shoes or, or boots in the in the shoe store, they would be required to sell you the one that is most in your best interest. In this case, it would be a hiking boot. Yeah, and don't be confused by some of the uh, best interest standards that are being bantered about uh, in some of these, uh, you know, SEC proposals and Department of Labor proposals. In our industry, really, uh, if you are a fee only financial advisor. That means that you are a fiduciary and you receive 100% 
of your fees. Uh, basically, 100% of your revenue comes from fees, and basically it comes from your investment advice. And where the issue comes in is when we have ulterior motives, which in many cases is the receiving of commissions. And so if we've got 10 different products that we can select, if you're not under a fiduciary standard of care, you may select from those 10 sorts of products and you may select the one that might not be in your client's best interest because it may pay the investment advisor more um, or it may be related to a sales contest or something like that. So, you know, kind of a litmus test is, first of all, ask your financial advisor, are you fee only? Um, You know, obviously, we being a fee-only firm are, are biased in that situation and that we recommend that sort of advice. But I would also say that if you don't choose us as financial advisors, please choose another fee-only financial advisor because they truly provide the most unbiased investment advice in our opinion because they are not compensated differently from the products that they recommend. So if we have 10 different mutual funds or ETFs in our portfolios, we do not receive any additional compensation from in, from selecting the Invesco Growth Fund over the Hartford Growth Fund, um, whereas you know in other organizations that may not be the case. And and furthermore, from this situation, you know if you've got to be careful of somebody masquerading as a fee only advisor and calling themselves, yes, I'm a fiduciary, but it's only for my investment products. Um, you know, or I'm a fiduciary and I'm going to call myself fee-based instead of fee-only. So there's a lot of different terminology that can be used in our industry to uh, kind of mask the, the conversation and, and kind of have a, it's hard for the, invest, the investor to be able to delineate who is who. I think the great, the best litmus test that we have or that we can the, uh, provide to people looking for an advisor is simple. If you ask your advisor if they are fee only and they need more than one word to answer that question, then they're probably trying to describe a way in which they're not fee only. For example, if if somebody asks us, are we fee only? The answer is yes. And anybody else that's purely fee only will answer the question as yes. If they're not fee only, but they're kind of uh, of positioning themselves as to be kind of fee only like, uh, you're going to hear an answer like, well, in some cases I am, but in other cases I'm not. That basically is code for, I'm not working in your best interest in every transaction. Yes, that's exactly right. And so what you're going to find is if you are a client of any company that's like blank, blank mutual life, um, you are not going to be in a fee-only environment. Uh, you know, if you've been sold whole life insurance in the past or gotten a presentation on that, you are not with a fee-only advisor. If you are with somebody that is with a... Um, a wirehouse, and you know, we call them warehouses, and those are some of the big ones here. And so we're not trying to throw stones at any warehouses. Let's just say that you know the names, and they're in the news all the time. So they're the big ones. They're the they're the bulls. They're the bears. They're the uh, you know they're all the different uh, sort of marketing agencies that you're aware of that you know used to be stockbrokers and now are financial advisors in quotes, and they are not fee-only firms as well. So what you will tend to find is that most fee-only firms are your smaller firms around town because a lot of these places have transitioned. And they, you know, frankly, it's very, it's very hard for them to give up the revenue, the past revenue of having all these commission-based accounts. So they are not ripping the Band-Aid off and going fee-only. So you know, you're probably with a smaller firm if you are fee-only, and the vast majority of people that are listening to this podcast 
are not going to be in a fee-only situation. It really comes down to um, where where are the least amount of conflicts of interest in our industry? And, and let's be honest, we have an industry that's fraught with conflicts of interest. Okay, that, that we're, we're, we're the first two, Clint and I are the first two people that will stand up in line and raise our hands and say, yes, we work in an industry that's fraught with conf- conflicts of interest. So the, the question is, how do we reduce those as much as humanly possible? And fee only is the edge of the envelope, if you will, by way of, of pushing um, conflicts of interest down as far as you possibly can push them down in the industry. And so that's why we're so passionate about it. And that's why the fee-only designation is such a powerful one, because for the consumer, that should be the first card that you play and, and you know when the hand is opened, because that is the one that tells you right away within the first 30 seconds of talking to somebody or dealing with somebody, is this person adhering to the Kind of strictest, if you will, um, adaptation of uh, fiduciary and and minimalization of conflict of interest, uh, or is this person kind of you know not not as far down that path as maybe they should be? And that doesn't mean that the financial advisor is not good at what they do, uh, but what it does mean is that you always kind of wonder, you know, why is somebody giving me this advice, and you know, is it conflicted advice, and you know, is there something that I should be aware of, and you're probably never going to know that as an investor. So, you know, here at Walkner Conan, 100% of our revenue comes from our fees. And so our fees are very transparent. You can find our, you know, client agreement and, and fees right on our website. And, you know, what we do is we try to put it in front of the client as much as possible. So, you know, we'd be happy to, you know, have any person that wants to take a look at whether or not their advisor is a fiduciary and help them go through that. We're happy to go through their, their fees and their financial situation and start to build a relationship. Um, really, from our perspective, you know, because we have to follow the fiduciary standard, there's a lot of data gathering that, that's involved in that. Our recommendations have to be based soundly on our financial plans and uh, the risk tolerance of the investors, and there's lots of work that goes into that. And the, the way that we make money long-term is really to maintain those client relationships year by year by year. So that's how we exist as a firm, and that's how we will continue to exist going forward. So thank you for taking the time to listen to Nate and I go through this fiduciary or pretender uh, mini podcast here. And if you have any questions, please feel free to contact us, and we're happy to help. services are offered through Walkner Condon Financial Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the states of Wisconsin and Texas. Clint Walkner, Nate Condon, Jonathan Jordan, and Mitch DeWitt are investment advisor representatives of Walkner Condon. Guests on the podcast are not registered, and their participation in the podcast are limited to unregistered activities and will not be providing any advice that is investment-related, nor should any comments that guests make should be construed as giving investment advice. 
Content should not be viewed as an offer to buy or sell any securities mentioned or as legal or tax advice. You should always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. Walkner Condon Financial Advisors, LLC, is not engaged in the practice of law. Whenever you invest, you are at risk of loss of principal as the market does fluctuate. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Purchases are subject to suitability. This requires a review of an investor's objective, risk tolerance, and time horizon. Investing always involves risk and possible loss of capital. Long-term care, estate planning, insurance products, and tax advice are not offered through Walkner Condon Financial Advisors, LLC. Walkner Condon works on a best efforts basis and does not guarantee any results. Past performance does not represent future results. Please see walknercondon.com for additional disclosures.